All right, folks, hockey fans in the desert southwest, it's another podcast. It's podcast number two of the 2018 Desert Hockey Classic. We're here at Gila River Arena. Today is preview day, folks. We had a chance to see all four of the teams. We saw ASU actually last night at Oceanside. Had a chance to see UMD, Clarkson, and uh, Minnesota State all practice. I got my my co-host with me. I got Paul Hornstein sitting in again for Tom Callahan and and. First of all, Paul, I'm glad that you were able to make a trip out here because we had a New York team come out here, and I needed some New York connections. What do you think? <laughs> well, it's funny because I'm listening to them as we ask the questions. What was your trip like to get out here? And, and I'm sitting there, well, you know, it's, it was, it's really cold there, and I'm, like, and I'm trying to say to myself, yeah, I know, I was there, but, you know, that's not there. Any, how, why would they know, and how would they know? Right. Um, uh, we, uh, like I said, I was promised 75 degrees, too, and I haven't seen it, so... <laughs> Uh, I'm going to have to talk to the management and see about getting a, a refund or something. Governor Ducey, are you listening? Uh, <laughs> as, we, as we sit here at Gila River and we, uh, we talk, we've got some great previews coming up. So bear with us. Stick with us for the whole, whole broadcast because you're going to see all four coaches. You're going to see several captains of each team. You're going to see all four of probably the best goaltenders in uh, college hockey right now all at one place right here at Gila River Arena. Uh, before we uh, throw it into our first interviews with the, uh, the guys from Minnesota Duluth, let's talk a little bit about some of our sponsors. We've got, we've got a group of them. We'll start with our presenting sponsor, of course, is uh, the College Bar and Grill. College Bar and Grill, ASU owned and operated at 502 South College Avenue. Uh, it's a beautiful location. We were there last night. Um, none of that stuff, that any of that stuff in that building was there when I was here 20-plus years ago. And it was really a tremendous place. It's beautiful. Go. The food is delicious. You'll love it. And then, of course, we've got our uh, other sponsors that have jumped on board to help us make this presentation, which is a long one. It's a whole weekend, six podcasts. So go ahead and throw out the rest of the names of uh, everybody that jumped on board to help us out. All right. Well, Behind the Mask uh, with three locations in Scottsdale, Gilbert, and Peoria. Now, it caters to the goalies all over the valley, but... You get the rest of your hockey needs taken care of there as well. Uh, these podcasts are also brought to you by OxyPow, uh, Super Embroidery and Screen Printing, Peoria Ford, the Kozak Cut Goalie Stick, uh, Lift, and the Devil's Hockey Shop at Oceanside Arena. So we've got a group of sponsors. We've got a group of hockey players. We've got a group of coaches. All we need now are fans, correct? Uh, well, hopefully they'll be here tomorrow for those first games because – there are going to be four really good games in this tournament, regardless of who you root for. If you're a hockey fan, you've got uh, Minnesota State and Duluth in that first game. Uh, both of those teams, for the most part during the season, were ranked in the top five, uh, even though uh, Minnesota State got beat in a couple of games this past uh, their past series by Bowling Green. So they dropped down a little bit. ASU was ranked as high as they've ever been ranked at 13 in the four short years of the program are actually three and a half at this point right uh and clarkson's also in the top 20 so you're getting four good teams four excellent goalies and you're going to see four excellent hockey games and i can't wait well let's throw it back we're going to uh come back right in a few minutes and we're going to uh visit with the uh, folks from the university of minnesota duluth all right
And we're back with more coverage of the 2018 Desert Hockey Classic here on College Hockey Southwest Weekly. And we're here with Nick Rivera, one of the co-captains for the Minnesota State Mavericks. And uh, Nick is one of those uh, becoming less and less rare uh, college hockey players from the West Coast. You're from California. Yeah, you know, uh, when I started, um, college hockey wasn't a huge thing. It was a lot of major junior with uh, the dub draft going in early. And I think it's grown a lot with the route of junior hockey and going to the USHL, the NA, and all those kind of leagues. And there's a lot more opportunity out there for a lot of West Coast players to uh, sh or show their talent. Um, as you have gone through the ranks of the hockey player to get to where you are now, um, how much of that was in California and how much of it did you have to leave and how much of it have you seen from behind you start to get even bigger there? You know, I would say uh, playing California growing up, the AAA program with the Junior Kings and the California Wave, there was a big step in my development. I left a year early to play in the NAHL, but I know it's just it was the path that was calling my name, and there's a lot of different routes people can take, and I think the development staying out there is one that can make you a successful player at the end. Um, this is the 50th year of the program at your school. Uh, has that added any significance to... Uh, your season so far? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of alumni coming in. A lot of the boosters are helping out, and, you know, we're just getting treated really well, and we're trying to provide back for them. So I think it has a big uh, boost to our uh, season so far. Um, you, uh, being from California, did you ever think you would be playing college hockey in Arizona? No, uh, I didn't really think uh, I would be playing, and I don't know, it's a cool thing to be out in the sun and playing hockey, so I like it. Um, I heard that you guys had some uh, some tough times getting here this week. Uh, you had some issues as you guys were waiting to the plane to take off. Oh, yeah. uh, did that kind of make you guys a little bit edgy? And uh, you, did you guys think you were going to get out? Yeah, I mean, uh, tough travel schedule, but we always uh, prepare their best, and you know we get treated pretty well. So we take that take advantage of that, and we don't uh, leave any excuses on the table. So we think we got treated well enough to be uh, ready for this weekend. Uh, you've been around college hockey now for a few years. Have you ever been involved in a tournament where all four teams were ranked as highly as you guys are? Uh, no, this is actually my first college hockey tournament, so I'm pretty excited about it. Okay. Um, you, this particular tournament, not only does it have the four ranked teams, all four goalies in this tournament are amongst the top, if not the top four or five goalies in college hockey. Does that make you prepare with a little bit more of intensity? Yeah, I mean, focus is always uh, trying to get pucks to the net and all that kind of stuff. So just knowing all goalies can play pretty well and steal a game is uh, crucial, and we just got to keep winning net front battles and trying to get behind their D and work our best to get to that area. Uh, your goalie, Dryden McKay, uh, is a freshman. Um, do, you, do you see him act like a freshman at some times, or do you, the fact that he's putting up the numbers you wouldn't know it if you were watching him. You know what? I don't really think he uh, treats himself as a freshman. He's got a good guy in front of him, too, Matias Israelson. He, uh, he teaches him a little bit of preparation, shows him a little bit about the game, and that's helped him along the way so far. And I think he's really taken advantage of any opportunity he really gets when he gets called up. When somebody comes out to these games this weekend, what kind of game can we expect to see from Minnesota State? Uh, we're going to try to take pride in being a hard team and try to win every battle we can. You know, we're... Uh, a good old group, and we had a little bit of veteranship, so we want to take advantage of that and have a lot of energy throughout the whole weekend. All right. Thank you very much, Nick. We appreciate a few minutes. Good luck this weekend, and uh, we'll be watching. Thank you. Behind the Mask Hockey Shop, celebrating 25 years of exceptional service to the Arizona hockey community.
offering the top brands and an educated staff of hockey players to help you choose the right gear for you. Visit any one of our three Valley locations or check us out online at BehindTheMask.com. And we're back with more coverage of the 2018 Desert Classic, and we're here right now with the associate head coach of the Minnesota State Mavericks, Todd Cannot. And, Todd, first of all, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. All right. Um, so how much of an adjustment do you think the players have had to make hearing that different voice just for these last couple of weeks? You know what it is? Uh, more so in the sense of just game night because uh, the video, the prep work, uh, they hear my voice enough anyway with some of that stuff. But when it comes to game night and now you're the voice for in between periods, uh, who's going over the boards? Uh, those types of things, that's a change for them. And so it's one that uh, as we go through this together, I think will get better. Uh, you know, we took a couple in the chin in Bowling Green and give them credit. I thought Bowling Green did a very good job that weekend. Uh, so I don't want to take away from them. But we, we've got to continue to get better. Uh, that's the one thing that we learned is how quick things can change because we had a pretty good first half of the year. Uh, but then we lose two before a break. So motivation. Okay. Um, does that motivation also get helped by the fact that while you and Duluth are not in the same conference, you guys do see a lot of each other. Now, the players probably know most of each other. And for lack of a better term, it's sort of a rivalry, even though you're just not in the same league. No doubt. And it is. And we played them three times last year, and they ended our season and went on to win a national championship. So we know their staff well, have a lot of respect for them. Uh, and our guys get excited to play them just like they get excited to play us. Uh, it was hard for... I think our guys, to, uh, I shouldn't say our guys, but on the flight uh, coming up here yesterday, uh, there's a lot of people ask, well, where are you going? And they're talking about going to Arizona to play Duluth. And uh, they couldn't quite figure out why we were going to Arizona to play Duluth, but it actually works out great. Weather's a lot better here right now. Uh, both teams are excited to play each other. Well, that kind of leads into the next question. Uh, my understanding is you guys had a little bit of trouble getting off the ground yesterday. Yeah. Um, does that affect uh, any preparation or any sort of uh, mindset for the game, just happy to get off the ground? No, you know what? It can't. It is what it is. You know what? Anytime you want to start feeling bad about travel, I always say go talk to Alaska Fairbanks, Alabama Huntsville. Uh, go talk to those teams about travel if you want to feel sorry for yourself because it's a completely different world. So us flying in. Did we get a little bit less sleep? Yes, but it shouldn't affect anything we do on the ice and preparation to get ready for a couple big games. In your time in college hockey, have you been involved in a tournament where all four teams were as highly ranked as this tournament? I don't think so. Maybe a regional. I mean, that's what, and that's what's another great experience for our guys, and we've talked about it. It's, there's nothing like uh, a regional except if you get in a tournament like this where you got a 4 o'clock and early game, which you're not used to, so you get that feel. And then you don't know what time you're playing. We won't know until 10 o'clock Friday night. So there's going to be a quick adjustment, who you play in the next night, when are you playing. And I think those are good things to go through because as much as you like to be normal and you do, do the things you always do, to, to get out of that I think is good because if you are fortunate enough to, to be playing in late March, that's what you're going to see. Um. The goaltending is something that we've focused on here uh, in, in, in our podcasts and webcasts uh, these last couple of days because all four teams have excellent, excellent goaltending. And you could play really well in both games this weekend and come away with nothing. Uh, how do you approach games when the goaltending is as high a quality on all four ends as this one is? You know what? It's hard, and it's, uh, that's the tough part about hockey. And I know I think it was Frank Serator talking about they should call it goalie. 
uh, because it's so true. And you know what? You just got to find a way. There's no secret formula to it. You, you got to be able to get bodies. You got to be able to get screens where goalies aren't seeing all their pucks in second, third opportunities. That's the only way you're going to score goals against good goalies. Uh, so you're going to see a lot of that. And I, I would expect you're probably going to see a lot of tight games this weekend. And not necessarily that means two to one because I think everyone's got some firepower up front too. And I just think you're going to see a lot of good games because you have four good hockey teams. Um, when the fans come out to watch these games this weekend, how will they know if your team is on its game? You know what? And the pace we play with. Uh, when we're playing well, we play fast uh, in a puck possession. I know that's cliche with puck possession, but it is. It's, it's getting to pucks fast and holding on to them. And if we lose it, how, how can we get it back the quickest? So when, when we're on our game, we're moving, we're skating, and we're supporting pucks and making plays. One last question that's kind of off the ice. Um, and doing my research, I noticed that this is the 50th year of the, the Minnesota State program. What has that been like? Does that kind of give this season a special feel for you guys? It does, and it's, I mean, the, the jerseys which are getting, yeah, I mean, you follow Twitter when we first came out with the gold. We haven't wore the gold jerseys, which is old school. Uh, the first weekend of the year, we had BU in town. We had a big celebration that weekend, which are a ton of alumni back. So, yeah, that's been special. Uh, Don Bros being a huge part of that uh, and being a longtime head coach and, and making that transition to Division One and the new facility we had. So a lot of positives that way just with the alumni, and it's been a great year so far that way. Well, Coach, good luck this weekend. We look forward to it. Four Thanks great games. Thank you for joining us. Appreciate it. In today's odor elimination, sanitizing, and deodorizing market, air spaces and fabrics are treated with very aggressive, highly toxic, and often very dangerous but cheap chemical-based solutions. These chemicals have harmful residues and pollutants that can impact your health and the well-being of those around you. This is the bad news. The good news is there's something better. That something is OxyPal. OxyPal is a fast-growing company based in Phoenix, Arizona, with franchises opening across North America. OxyPal has developed a way to eliminate, not mask or disguise, all organic-based odors in any airspace or on any fabric surface with ozone, also called trioxygen. Ozone is present in the atmosphere, and it is what protects our planet, our environment, and every living thing on Earth. Through years of research and development, OxyPal has perfected a way to harness and apply this powerful solution to purify airspaces and fabric surfaces safely and effectively, eliminating all organic bacteria, viruses, mold, fungi, and allergens on the molecular level. OxyPal has designed and perfected many next-generation and evolutionary alternative products and services safe for people, pets, and our planet. The solutions offered by OxyPal are stronger, safer, non-toxic, and a great value. Visit our website and online store today at www.oxypal.com. On our website, you can make a service appointment, buy products, or learn more about us and our great franchising opportunities. And we're back with more coverage of the 2018 Desert Classic here on College Hockey Southwest Weekly, and we're here with Max Crota of Minnesota State. Uh, he is one of the senior leaders on this team, and Max, as you guys uh, prepared to come out here, uh, we understand you guys had a little bit of a trouble waiting uh, on a plane a little extra time than you guys thought. Did that have any effect on uh, the anxiousness or the, the, the getting ready to, to get out on the ice? 
No, I don't think so. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was, it was a little delay, but it was uh, not too bad of a travel day. So we got in Wednesday night, and, uh, you know, we've had the full day here. So uh, we're excited to get, get back to playing tomorrow. Uh, when you signed up to play at Minnesota State, did you ever think you'd be playing in a college hockey tournament in Arizona? No, I don't think so. I think it's awesome, though. I think uh, growing the game of college hockey and, you know, getting down to, you know, southern states and things like that, I think it's I think it's awesome. So uh, it's pretty sweet to be down here playing. Um, you guys came off a break like all the other teams. Um, did you do anything different knowing that this tournament was going to have the quality of teams that it did as you prepared for it over that break while you went home for Christmas? Yeah, I think we kind of just talked as a group about, you know, we're playing pretty pretty quick after Christmas, so um, making sure everybody stays in shape. And, you know, it's kind of on each individual guy when they're back home to, you know, get their skates, get their workouts in. And uh, I think that's going to play a big factor this weekend. So I think that was that's something that as a team we wanted to focus on. Does playing in a tournament with the quality of these teams get you pumped up even more? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you look at how all you know four of these teams have done this year, and uh, they've all done pretty well. Um, you know, Duluth winning the championship last year, and you know those other, uh, ASU and Clarkson having good seasons this year. I think uh, I think it's a really good tournament, one where you know any team could win. So it's uh, like I said about being in good shape, and you know coming right into play is going to be huge. Coach uh, spoke to us and said that this is kind of a good preparation for the uh, if you get to the NCAA tournament. Uh, what are your th thoughts about those kinds of things? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think you know me and uh, Paul Allen were just talking about how it's kind of got a regional feel to it. You know, just having having four teams in a in a different location. Um, you know, kind of reminded me of you know that feeling. And this would be a pretty good regional if this if this was a regional yeah. that actually existed. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, I think it'd be awesome. But yeah, like you said, four four good teams, and um, you know, anytime you play in a tournament, uh, it's gonna you know get you a little bit more ready for you know regionals down the road. When we look at the games this weekend and we, we watch you out on the ice, what should we look for to know if you're going well? Uh, yeah, as a team, I think we're I think we play a, a fast and a hard game. Um, you know, we like to, I think we're a team that skates well and, you know, tries to support the puck well. Um, I also think we're a team that's pretty deep. They can play, you know, who's ever in the lineup. I think, uh, you know, anyone can step on, up on any given night. So I think those are a couple of our attributes. And, you know, when we're playing well, we're playing fast. So uh, that's what we try to do. All right. Well, good luck this weekend. We look forward to seeing you awesome. and looking for all four games. And we're glad you're here and enjoy yourself. Yeah, appreciate it. And we're here for another segment of College Hockey Southwest Weekly's coverage of the 2018 Desert Classic. And we're here with uh, freshman goalie from Minnesota State, Dryden McKay. Uh, Dryden, did you ever think you'd be playing college hockey in Arizona? No, that was probably one of the last places I would, I would think about when I was you know, thinking about college hockey. When you get the... Uh, on the plane, you guys had a little bit of uh, a wait on the uh, on the plane because you, you had some weather issues. 
Um, does that increase the anxiousness? Does that make you like, oh, when are we going to go? When are we going to go? Does that kind of throw you off a little bit? Uh, a little bit. I mean, it was more just kind of uh, inconvenient, but we're all really excited to get down here. And, you know, I've never been to Arizona. I've obviously definitely never played hockey down here. So I was excited to get down here and, and get started with practice today. Um, as a goalie, when you have the break, when you go home and visit your family, things like that, do you have to do things a little bit differently than the, 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 the forwards and the skaters? Um, maybe a little bit. I mean, it's still, um, you know, we didn't end very well before break, so the first few days was just kind of getting away from the game and trying to just forget about hockey for a few days and then skated a few times and then, you know, you start to miss it a little bit. So, you know, you do some workouts. And, I mean, I think it's pretty much the same whether you're a forward or a goalie. Uh, one of the things we've been focusing on here is we've had players in here and the coaches is if you look especially at you and the other goalies in this tournament, um, you guys are all top-notch. Does that give you a little bit more of uh, uh, incentive to just bring your game up to a, that much of a higher level? Yeah, I mean, you definitely want to bring your best every night. And in a, in a short tournament like this, it's going to come down to, you know, goaltending, especially special teams, stuff like that. So, you know. You know, all three teams have great goaltenders, and I'm just going to try to play my game and show what I can do. Uh, when the fans come out to watch these games this weekend, if you're having one of your better days, how would we know? Uh, I think you'll see me. Um, it'll, it'll look easy. That's what I, that's when I feel like I'm at my best is when I'm in position and pucks are, are just kind of hitting me, and I'm in the I'm in right position. I'm reading plays, and I'm I'm not scrambling too much. And then uh, if I'm really on my game, hopefully I can play the puck a little bit and makes it help my D out a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, thank you very much, Dryden. Good luck this weekend, and we'll see you all throughout it. Thank you. Behind the Mask Hockey Shop, celebrating 25 years of exceptional service to the Arizona hockey community, offering the top brands and an educated staff of hockey players to help you choose the right gear for you. Visit any one of our three Valley locations or check us out online at BehindTheMask.com. All right, folks, welcome back to the uh, wrap-up of the longest day in hockey, I'm calling it, here at Gila River Arena. We've been through so many different people that I'm not sure I remember names or faces anymore, Paul, but we had a chance to sit down with all four of the coaches, all of the captains, and all of the goaltenders in this great desert hockey classic. Well, and it's one thing you can tell, the excitement in their voices. They're really looking forward to playing. Uh, not just the fact that they've all been on breaks and can't wait to get back onto the ice, but you can tell as the competition level increases as a competitor, you can't wait to get out there. And you can hear it in just about everybody's voice that they're very excited to be out here for this tournament, especially with the level of competition. You know, and two things that I noticed right off the get-go. First of all, what a great group of kids. Every one of them, to a man, was, was just a joy to interview and visit with. In addition to that, um, all of them were... We're excited, generally excited to be here in the desert. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's cold for us, but uh, they all loved it, right? I mean, cold they, for you. Yeah, cold for me, not for you. <laughs> but the, uh, the folks here absolutely loved uh, being here, all the players, all the coaches. The hospitality has been excellent for them. Uh, we want to thank everybody at, uh, at Sun Devil Hockey and at ASU for putting on the event. Uh, it went away for a couple of years, well, once up in Prescott. And then uh, last year when they were down at the uh, Ice Vegas Invitational and out in Pittsburgh, so they just didn't play it. But now uh, that it's back, we're excited to see all four of these teams, and tomorrow it starts for real. Right, and you're not, like I said, you're not going to get a better uh, group of teams, uh, uh, probably a very diverse team. Uh, we saw Clarkson out on the ice, and they look like a really big team. So I can yeah. see them uh, 
really trying to make sure no matter who they play that they're putting two or three guys in front of the net and, 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 and getting those, as we like to call them, garbage goals or dirty goals okay. and, 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 and winning games that way. And that's the way they should play, especially if the size is their advantage. Absolutely. So that'll wrap up another edition, the second of our six podcast slash webcasts. Uh, I want to thank our sponsors, first of all, and foremost, our uh, presenting sponsor, which is the College Bar and Grill. Of course, ASU owned and operated and located at 502 South College Avenue in downtown Tempe. Also have uh, a shout out to our friends down at Behind the Mask and, and Randy X will be in his crew down there for all your help uh, with their three locations in Scottsdale, Gilbert, Peoria, Randy, of course, an old goaltender caters to the goaltender, but everything that you ever need for hockey is available right there at Behind the Mask. also want to thank our friends at OxyPow, Super Embroidery and Screen Printing, Peoria Ford, the Kozak Cut Goalie Stick, Lift, the Devil's Hockey Shop, and Oceanside Ice Arena. Couldn't do it without you guys. Look forward to seeing you for podcast number three, four, five, and six. So, Check out IcetimeHockeySW.com and, and get all your information right there. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Follow, <laughs> follow us on, on YouTube, and you can get all your hockey action right here in the desert southwest. So for my co-host, Paul Hornstein, I'm Scott Strandy, sitting in with the out Tom Callahan, our, uh, our guy from uh, – vacationing in buffalo who vacations in buffalo I, come on tom in, in december in january <laughs> i don't know all right we'll look forward to having uh, having tom back and in the meantime uh have a have a good safe evening and join us again tomorrow <laughs>